What is going on everybody? It is Brandon and I am on a piece of scaffolding. Um, I'm doing some cleaning and Joe and I realized that uh, we had so much fun talking to the nice boys in this episode that we forgot to tell you who the nice boys were. Anyways, these are our two friends, Austin and Shane. They run a podcast called The Nice Boys Podcast, and they sat down with us for an evening so we could have a ridiculous conversation about Halloween and Christian horror movies, I guess you could call them, Christian media, whatever you want to say it was. But anyways, so go make sure you follow Austin and Shane, The Nice Boys Podcast. They are ridiculous. They are hilarious. I about cry laughing several times in this episode so i'm so excited for you guys to be able to hear what we chatted about so go grab yourself a little diet coke not a sponsor settle in with a little bit of popcorn and enjoy our conversation about christian horror movies all right guys well thank you for being able to join us today Austin hi and boys Shane. it's great to have you guys on uh we're finally being able to make Happy up for here. ruining thank your you. show <laughs> yeah <laughs> with my incredible winter jam lineup <laughs> That got way too much flack. It was solid. Uh, it was a lineup for sure. But it, it, <laughs> listen, it you gets tried. the people going. Your best. I did try my best. I appreciate that. Well, yeah, you guys, anyone watching should check it out was their insane. show for that lineup. <laughs> um, but today we're talking about Christian horror movies for our Halloween episodes. Yep. Uh, so, of course, I'm talking about things like from Frank Peretti and... Um, and oh, what's the other guy's name? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's the only one I can think of right now. Uh, Frank Peretti and uh, what's Ted, the Decker. Uh, Ted Decker. Ted Decker. Thank you, guys. See, this Ted is why we Decker. bring you on. You guys, you guys know about Ted, and, and that's exactly why we wanted you on today. But before we get into any of that, I'm just curious to know, since it is Halloween, um, what kind of Halloween candy do you guys like? I know I like all candy, dude. I'm such a fat <laughs> guy. <laughs> I love it all. Yeah. Um, I think that those the uh, the candy that's in like the black and orange wrappers can kick rocks. You know those little chunks of whatever. Yeah, I like that though. You, you I hate about, those, but every oh, you would you freak. I like all candies, dude. Do you like candy corn? Yeah, dude, candy corn's good. No. Brandon Brandon was raking me through the coals because he found out that I like Junior Mints, and apparently that's not cool. That's an old man's candy. Everybody knows it. Thank you. Is that your favorite? Okay. Settle a debate, though. Um, is there a different? So, not all movie theater can not all candy is movie theater candy. Correct. Correct. Wait, I I forget the stance that I have on this. <laughs> no, oh. that, that's one hundred percent correct. You think that all candy is movie theater candy? No, I don't think that. No, there's movie theater candy. No, for sure. no. There's movie theater candy. Oh, what would that? What would be some examples of so that? So like Those bunch of crunch is a movie dough. theater candy. Yeah, the cookie dough candies that the cookie dough, cookie yes, dough bites. Correct, correct. Um, yeah. uh, like Boston baked beans. I don't know why. Make me think of mm-hmm. movie now, theater stuff. Now M and M's, right? Okay, they're yeah, a candy. M and M's in a yeah. box are movie theater candy. Thank you. It has to be in the box. Yes. Yeah. You, you didn't. So you didn't bring that into your argument last time. I did bring that into <laughs> yeah, the argument. The we'll, box go over later. we'll talk about it. If later. you open, the I don't box, remember what it was. It's, but if it can, it there. I don't remember how I feel about it. Yo, can if we you, like <laughs> you open the box? It's just a bag of M and M's in a box. It's still shut up, just Joey. No, it's different. M&Ms. Anyway, um, so. Austin and Shane. Now, Shane, I know you were raised more in the charismatic world like I was. Um, oh, for sure. What, what's, what are some of the movies that come to mind when you think of Christian horror? Well, you already said Frank Peretti, so yeah. Hangman's Curse. That's mm-hmm. a big one. For sure. That's one of the better ones, I think. Yeah. Um, there's a 
the one with uh, Chuck Norris, Halls of what? Innocence. Have you seen that? I haven't. Piece of trash. Did you I, say Halls of Innocence? It is insane. Bells of Innocence. Bells of Innocence. Okay. Wow. So uh, the the like the synopsis. Wait, is wait, like, wait, 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 wait. Before uh, you get into the synopsis, I want to try taking the synopsis. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that's something we want to okay. do. Right, give it a whirl. Give it a try. It's called these. Bells of Innocence. It's yes. Yeah. yeah. So okay. Bells of Innocence with Chuck Norris. Go ahead, Brandon. What is it? All right. So. <laughs> The Bells of Innocence starring Chuck Norris Mm -hmm. is it's Mm -hmm. got to be about church bells. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, but the problem is, right, Mm -hmm. is all the Satanists have cut like the little ring a ding part of the bell out of all the churches. The ringer part. Yeah, Yeah, the ringer part. So Chuck Norris is going around roundhouse kicking all the bells. Makes sense. To make sure that the bells still get rung on Sundays. That makes total sense. Shane, he's right, right? Uh yeah, yeah. <laughs> nailed it, nailed it. Got it. Um, so <laughs> so um, uh, bells of innocence is where uh, David A. R. White and his um friends are uh going through some stuff, so they decide to go on a men's retreat, and they get stuck in this town, and then they can't leave the town for some reason. Okay, and it's like this old western ghost town. There are all these people there, and it's like there's some culty stuff going on. Hey, and uh, uh, long story short, I skip. I'm going to skip a lot of steps, but Chuck Norris is an angel, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> nice, nice. I, I actually want to watch that. Uh, <laughs> it's incredible, dude. It's That's, an incredible film. That sounds great. And you mentioned David Ayer White. He's is he's the guy who just keeps popping up in all these Christian movies, not just the horror ones, but uh, yeah. So. Who's David? So you know David that White. you know that TikTok is he the fireproof did? guy? No, you, no, that's that's Kirk Cameron. Come on, Brandon. Kirk Cameron's not in fireproof. Yeah, he is. Is he? Yes, Kirk, Kirk Cameron is Kirk fireproof. Cameron. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy. Uh, oh, David, he's the one who hits his he hit he hits his um computer uh, computer look, monitor because yeah. that's where the porn lives is in the monitor. Oh, <laughs> yeah, of course. he smashes it. Obviously, yeah. um, David A. R. White is mm-hmm. the guy from that TikTok we did, the Christian movies without context. Okay, yep. And he was the one who said, "Hey, Scotty, Jesus, Jesus man. man." Okay, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jesus man. Hey. Uh, he, uh, shameless plug. We did a, a podcast with a friend of ours, and we got to meet a writer um, who wrote thirteen of the uh, films for uh, what's the name of the company? Pure Flix. For Pure Whoa. Flix, uh, and had some dirt on those. There's tons <laughs> of dirt <laughs> yeah. that we can we have had some we tea. legally can't talk about. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. This is all a parody, and this is allegedly. Yeah. Wow. Allegedly, allegedly. allegedly. Parody, parody. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, I'll have to check that out for sure. Um, I know that House was really popular, as was Three. Did you guys see Three? So I'm not gonna take House. I'm gonna get, uh, Austin. Did you see House? Okay, I'm gonna have Austin like give us the synopsis on House because I, it has been years since I've seen it. Yeah, I've both read and seen House. Oh, okay. So I yeah. don't really remember much about House at all. All I remember is that there was the something pudding. about people in a house, and there was like a. a, a soda can with writing on it sure yes and it's not lupus right it's never lupus i'm not <laughs> sure what he's, <laughs> he's making a reference to the television show house md starring uh, q laurie uh, see that one right Dude, that, was, that was mine and my mom's show every monday me and my mom would watch house md well the house christian horror movie is nothing about that nope. um can no. i which of you guys want to want to take this one and tell us what it's about 
Yeah, this uh, here's the synopsis because I, I it's been I read the book when I was in middle school. I saw the movie right about then too. I meant to rewatch it. Uh, but stranded in the rural south, two couples take shelter in an old house, unaware mm-hmm. that evil itself infuses the structure. Spooky. The four discover that the house will not allow them to leave, and that they are at the mercy of a mad killer who claims to have slain God. Yeah, there's like three rules, and I don't remember yeah. all the things. But the last one was Any of them. I killed God, <laughs> or God is dead. Rule three, yeah. I killed him. I don't remember what rule one so, was. So it's another Christian movie obsessed with this like idea that people think God is dead. Yes. Yeah. Wow. You know, I've never... Christians kill God more than anybody else. <laughs> yeah. It's um, funny. It's like I've never... Out of all the atheists or... Different... I've heard that he's surely alive. Mm. Yeah. He's living on the inside, roaring like a lion. It's just funny to me how, how these Christian movies are obsessed with this idea that atheists are going around talking about how God's dead. It's like, I've never heard an atheist actually say that. That's no. Like, they, they usually wouldn't never. care. No, Christians heard yeah. Nietzsche one time, and they're like, everybody thinks God is dead. <laughs> yeah. And that's the pre- that's the horror movie. Yeah, is Nobody so- persecutes a Christian like the Christians do. Yeah, they still quote that Time article from a thousand years ago or whatever that Time magazine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, House was good, but of course, um, my favorite, as Shane mentioned earlier was hangman's curse um brandon i know you haven't seen that shane one. have you seen hangman's curse so or i mean sorry i have, Austin, Austin, I, have, uh, have it on dvd sitting over here next to me oh, i also nice. have not seen it okay so i'll take the intro to hangman's curse and then austin you can tell us the third <laughs> act and how it resolves <laughs> the climax <laughs> okay so so hangman's curse opens mm-hmm on a pirate ship. Pirate ship, okay. There's a pirate ship, mm-hmm. and you got Captain Jack Sparrow. Mm-hmm. But this is off-brand Captain Jack yes. Sparrow. Okay. Like, they they lost the rights to Disney. They're not allowed to use Captain Jack Sparrow. So this is Captain Swack Jero. Okay, sure. And he has been cursed uh, by the compass, hangman. My compass, my compass, my compass, <laughs> my compass, my compass. Sparrow. <laughs> so so Captain, Captain Swack Jero... Um, was cursed by the hangman yeah. um, to be hung if he didn't accept Jesus mm. um, in his pirating ways. And then Austin's going to tell us about the rest of the movie. Yeah, there's like a time jump. That's just the opening. And then we're modern days, like <laughs> yeah, 6,000 years in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And this is, uh, this is Captain... This is Captain uh, Swax or Wack or, or Swag Jero. Excuse me. Um, like Admiral. great ancestor. Right yeah. Uh, whose ancestor who all his family, they've all died by hanging somehow. And um, he's got to break this this curse. And the nice. only way to do it, he's like, why do I do this? And then so he has to do research and all of his friends are getting killed by being hanged. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's not like, you know, like any kind of crazy stuff. Just accidents or just happening <laughs> blood. It's, it's like a tie gets stuck in the door. But not as good. It's just accidents. Yeah, tie gets stuck in the door and yeah, like person like slips and chokes on their necktie. Makes sense. Well, you guys are yeah. you guys are close. You're close. Um but you're forgetting an important part oh, of, oh, of Oh, oh, oh. But here's the thing is the future is after the rapture, of course. Because if it's a Christian movie, it has to have has to the be. rapture has to have happened. Yeah. So in the future, the rapture Sorry, happens, and now they're trying everyone to. Everyone knew. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I thought all your listeners would have known that already. I'm sorry. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) So one thing that you guys are forgetting with uh, Christian horror movies is the very important setting and the things that Christians were afraid of at the time. So this movie came out in like the early 2000s. Okay. So we're right on the end of the satanic panic. So we're scared of things like Satanism and cults. And we're scared of school shootings. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Hangman's Curse. That all checks out. Yeah. So Hangman's Curse is about, um, God, how do I even explain this? It's a, it's about a, a group of Satanists in a local high school. Okay. And there's this high school where um, there's the legend of a kid who one time hung himself like years ago. And now his ghost like haunts the school. Oh, so Hanging. Was the part of it though? Yes. Okay. The title came out. Austin Hangman's Curse. <laughs> We're tracking. Somebody's got to get hanged. Yeah, someone. Yeah. someone but it was about a game it. of Hangman that never got finished. <laughs> yeah, they couldn't solve it. They couldn't solve it. The answer was the word was too jazz. Many Z's, dude. <laughs> <laughs> too many Z's, dude. <laughs> so it was something like there was something to do with the this nerdy science kid and some spiders. Shane, maybe you can help me out here. It was something about this team of like teenage. Spies or CIA agents who were pretending to be yeah what yeah I, it was yeah. everywhere just what? like a, there was a group of wayward narcs that like had spiders <laughs> it was incredible yeah and and so there's, um. there's these kids who were CIA agents okay. and pretending to be normal students mm-hmm. to investigate this string of events where people were like losing their mind and they okay. thought it was because of the hangman's curse in the school of course but then you find out it's actually because of this nerdy kid with spiders. And, and um, you know, you just gonna have to watch it. That <laughs> sounds wild. And this this isn't the third Spy Kids movie you're talking about. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Yeah, well, this came out this after Spy, Spy Kids, Kids uh, three. Game over. <laughs> after Spy Kids three D, this one does have Elijah Wood, just like Spy Kids three D. So this kind of has a feel like like a Bloody Mary Candyman kind of feel. Bloody Mary plus oh yeah, Bloody Mary. Yeah, I used to be terrified of that. Like you like say the name and it's like ah, still this is like do it. Hangman, Hangman, still Hangman. Won't. You still Why would you do it? Do it? Not gonna do the Candyman one either, dude. Candyman. I don't know the Candyman one. Candyman. You say it five you times. You say it in a mirror five up. times. Same gimmick. He comes to your house. All yeah. He just comes to your it's, house. It's and just gives yeah. you some candy. He murks you. This is uh, Tyler Tyler Perry presents uh, <laughs> Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, so that's Hangman's Curse. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have? Um, have you guys? But can. Uh, Christian horror movies, much like normal, all Christian movies, they're bad. They're right. not good. Oh, they're, they're terrible. And if you look up Christian horror movies, just do a Google, things are going to come up like The Exorcist, like uh, like <laughs> yeah. like classic horror genres that you know do have this Christian element to it. But it's uh, I, that's the thing is like there's like five. There's there's <laughs> not that many. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Uh, M1028. Yeah, this is from like the early '90s. Wait, that's the name of the movie. And yeah, is it's it talks about it's like a Bible verse or something. Okay, gotcha. I can't remember what the Bible verse is, but M ten twenty eight. The Bible verse talks Matthew about Matthew ten twenty eight. Malachi ten twenty eight. It could be Mark. Malachi could be Mark. Got him. <laughs> could be Mark. Could be Luke. John. It's lots of options. Well, what's what's M ten twenty eight about? Not not the verse, but the movie. Um, so this girl uh, goes to a party, of course, uh, that she wasn't supposed to go to, mm-hmm. because she says that she's a Christian, and then goes to a party and then drinks alcohol, Ooh. 
And then what Straight happens? She gets in a car crash and goes to hell. Okay, God so so this yeah. is like the closing <laughs> statement of every youth pastor ever uh-huh. is like the basis of yeah. this movie. Yeah, but they made it into a movie. If you Close. get in a car crash on your way home, are you going to heaven or hell? And she thought she was going to heaven. And um, she got to the pearly gates and the like, hell houses. you thought. Did you guys talk about those plays? Mm-hmm. Uh, Heaven's the Gates, Hell's Flames. car crash plays. Heaven's yeah. Gates, Hell's Flames. We, we had well, talked the about them car- previously because I was actually in Heaven's Gates, Hell's Flames. Yeah. And I was in Hell Houses. Wow. Who so we have play? experience. Um, I was a drug dealer one time. Um, nice, and dude. I was one of the kids that I raced the train. Um, I don't know if you guys remember that scene, but like these two kids got all drunk yes. and they tried to race the train. Mm-hmm. I was one of the kids that died trying to race the train. <laughs> nice. Well, uh, how did you how did you do with the uh, sent to hell portion? Were you really hamming it up on stage, or were you kind of awkward? Now, listen. In a previous, did you line, get a beeper? Uh, yeah, as a drug dealer, did you have a beeper? I didn't get a beeper. I used my mom's old like Nokia flip phone. Nice. You know, so it was, that was pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> um, Same kind of thing. But in a previous life, I was, was essentially a, a thespian. Ooh. Um, so Drug yeah, I, carry I, I hammed it up. Nice. Oh, we couldn't afford razors in our household, um, so it was a Motorola flip phone, <laughs> <laughs> and it had a butterfly. Like, guess you, guess you weren't actually about that life then. Nah, there's like a foam butterfly sticker on the back <laughs> of it, and so like I had to like constantly be holding the back because a drug dealer wouldn't have a foam butterfly on the back of their phone. You don't know. I disagree. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude. Yeah, we're not hanging in the same circle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All my drug dealers stay having butterflies <laughs> on their phones, dude. Yeah. So, uh, okay, we, we are forgetting one very important Christian horror movie, which is actually a saga of four movies. I'm talking about Thief in the Night. You, any of you guys familiar with these, or is it just me? Is this like Left I Behind? Don't know what you're talking? So about. I'm the only one. <laughs> I, I'm the only one whose parents show them Thief in the Night and got traumatized at like age eight. Seriously. Joey, while you're watching this, I was watching like Harry Potter and Titanic. Okay, so A Thief of the Night is a four-part saga made in the 70s and 80s about about the rapture and people who are left behind. And it's crazy because like the entire first movie is faked out with a dream. So you find out near the end of the first movie the whole thing is a dream. But then when she wakes up from the dream, the the events of the dream start to happen (laughs) again. So... Then it, okay, it, here's the boardroom. Okay, so <laughs> how do we make the same movie twice, yeah. but sell it yeah, as two separate movies? <laughs> yeah. The first one's going to be a dream, and then she's going to wake up, and in the second movie, all this stuff is going to happen again. Let me tell you, it was terrifying. We did a Halloween episode uh, last week. Back to the Future week. 2 situation. Basically, basically. <laughs> and one of he's, the scary... She's th- back at the, at the Enchantment Under the Sea dance. <laughs> <laughs> one of the things that... Um, that one of the scenes in it that really freaked me out. So all these Christians are rounded up and they're put in prisons. And if they refuse to take the mark of the beast, then their punishment is to be executed by, by a guillotine. And classy. They show one woman who is put in the guillotine and she's about to be killed. But then there's like an earthquake that happens, which we think is like God saving her mm-hmm. because the earthquake happens and it like interrupts her execution but then what happens is she somehow gets like flipped over so that she's facing up <laughs> towards the the blade and the earthquake causes the blade to fall and it, so it's like I guess that wasn't God saving you after all. So it's uh, like wait. a Skyrim, like an opening a Skyrim kind of thing. So you're finally awake. <laughs> yeah. There's this uh there's this moment uh that Did it show the beating in the film? Did it what? 
Did it show the beheading? Yeah, well, it would cut, like, it, the blade would come, and it would show her screaming, and then it cuts to black, but you hear the sound effect of nice. the blade, and you hear, like, a chop <laughs> sound. Is that yeah. the movie where I saw the clip where it's like, you know, Sandra, you took the mark. You were supposed to be a Christian. Yes, exactly. Okay, that. cool. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> Sandra, this- you took the mark. <laughs> yeah. There, there, uh, there's that's, this- uh, that's like the Gary Busey movie, though. Well, tell us about that. Is there a bunch Gary of movies. Busey? Is Gary there's Busey tri- in a there's revela- movie? Re- Revelation, Tribulation, Judgment Day, and then I think there's one more. Yeah. Nice. Armageddon. That's um, starring Bruce Willis. Visitation, where you find out they were just in a nursing home. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I had no idea, despite all my knowledge of Christian media, I had no idea Gary Busey was in Christian scary movies. So tell us, Shane. Oh, and Howie Mandel. And Howie Mandel? <laughs> what? <laughs> Gary Busey, Howie yeah, Mandel. Yeah, Howie Mandel is also in this movie. And then in Judgment, Mr. T is in it. Oh my God! No, I can believe incredible. that. I can believe Mr. T. I know, I know that he was a Christian guy, but uh, okay, Shane, tell us about this, please. So okay, so um, the first movie, Reve- Revelation, uh, introduced the concept of uh, the rapture has happened and everybody is left behind, and uh, the Antichrist starts to rise up. And how does he rise up? How does he get the mark of the beast to the masses? Virtual reality headset. Oh, nice! That's how we did it in two thousand two. Nice. Like and so, um, uh, that happened in the first movie. In the second movie, we follow Gary Busey, who <laughs> was in a coma during the rapture, mm. and then wakes style. up, and the world is different. And then like he tries to go in and yeah. 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 yeah, 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 kind of like that. But he tries to go. He tries a convenience store. And pay with money. They won't take his money because he doesn't have the mark of the beast. And mm-hmm. he can only pay with the mark of the beast. Wow. And then he realizes, I don't want the mark of the beast. And meets a ragtag bunch of people mm-hmm. um, uh, who are also fighting against the people, uh, the uh, the Antichrist. Now, you kind of run into uh, a real catch-22, though. Short, he doesn't get the mark of the beast. What's up? Because you got into a real catch-22, though, in that situation. What did you say? Because, like... If you don't take the mark of the beast, then you can't buy things. But if you have to eat, then you have to steal things. So then you're still sinning because you're stealing. Mm-hmm. So how, how do you how do you do that? I don't know. Hope for the best. Hope that God works it out. I guess I don't know. Maybe Sorry, you are, dude. Shane, continue. Yeah, come to come to find out. Man all sins land. God, God will provide Good. manna from heaven, dude. Hallelujah. Yeah. <laughs> manna from heaven, um, and then. Uh, Howie Mandel starts off in that group of ragtag Christians and then gets the mark of the beast. Spoiler Howie. Oh, plot twist. Howie. Yeah. Now, that... And then, yeah. Go ahead. Now the game show host. Yeah. <laughs> yep. That's what happens <laughs> when you get the mark no of the You shave your head bald and become a game show <laughs> Wow. I'll have to check those I'll take out. case number 666, please. <laughs> like, so why does... I get. I guess the rapture. I'm a, a, a nihilist, so I, I guess the rapture is scary. But it's like, I don't understand. Like, if I'm thinking Christian horror movies, but you know, I want horror first, and then kind of like the champion that I just watched for the first time, where the only thing nice. that's Christian about it is like uh, he's a pastor for a minute and a half <laughs> of the movie, and the rest of it's about boxing, and that's awesome. You know, yeah. so I would rather have a movie that is primarily horror 
and then I don't know, maybe at yeah, the end they like get saved. And, oh, that's an angel, but like you yeah. know what I mean? Like I don't yeah. know. I feel like that's what happens in the in Bells of Innocence. It's mostly the horror, and then Chuck Norris is there. I'm about to check this right. Bells of Innocence out. Well, you know, uh, Dude, yeah, I would like to. Watch I don't. That rem- I don't think it's good. I saw it a long time ago, but I enjoyed it. You know, um, a long Austin, time ago, Austin, <laughs> uh, it, you make an uh, interesting point. But like, the funny thing is that if I thought of Christian horror, I would think of like something demonic. You know, like showing demons like attacking someone, something like that, like the Conjuring. Demonic. Yeah, but but rather than rather than this idea of like the Conjuring or exorcisms, they always just go to the Rapture. Like that's the scariest thing that Christians so can think stupid. of is yeah. the Rapture and the Tribulation. And and I mean. Why do we believe a theology that is so scary that it's this, the main point of all of our Christian horror movies? It's like, well, I, that should I be wasn't a scared of it. I wasn't scared of it until I saw those movies. The <laughs> thing. I wasn't scared of the rapture at all. And then I was like, oh, God, I have to cover my hands before I go to sleep so that I don't get the mark of the beast at night. <laughs> Just in case. It's like you sleep with like your Just hands like it's long sleeves every yes, night. That's <laughs> real. That's real <laughs> trauma. From You're getting me, boys. Exactly like that. Hilarious. Well, you know, cover my hands so Howie Mandel doesn't give me the mark of the beat. <laughs> you don't know where it starts or where it stops, so how you gonna get my hands? Man, like, you know, my my movie about this, The Thief in the Night, they even made kids like get killed in the guillotine. What? Yeah. So there was the scene where That's metal, dude. The, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There was there was this whole segment, I think in the third one, where there's this kid who has a red balloon and That's like it. They just jack that from it. Well, he has this red balloon. He's a Christian boy, and so he's in prison with the other Christians, but for some reason he has a balloon. I don't remember how he got it. And so all throughout Are the Are you movie, sure this isn't Christmas shoes? <laughs> Yes, I am sure. <laughs> Although th- that could work too. I-, I think there's guillotine scenes in the Christmas Christmas season. I think so. I think, I think she so. gets her head chopped off with those shoes on, right? Yeah, I Yo, probably. Not much probably. Time. No, that's the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> but I wanna buy these shoes <laughs> and get my head chopped off. The mark of the beast is not gonna be on my head. <laughs> took me somewhere, dude. Um, where can I send my offering to for that? But but hold on. So, so what happens is this kid is shown with the balloon for most of the movie, and then finally, like the kid, the guards come in and they take him away and they lead him off to go be killed. And they don't show the the scene; they just show the rest of the Christians still in prison. And then you hear the sound, and in the window in the background, you see the red balloon float up. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, that was like a demented version of Up. Yeah, it was terrifying. That's nuts. Yeah, so so that's Christian horror. I don't think there's anything worse than that. The only Christian horror media I can think of that's scarier than that is Kenneth Copeland's TV show, Believer's Voice of Victory. That show is terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth is a scary man. But see, but what you're COVID-19. saying... COVID-19! COVID-19! The there is not the rapture. The horror is the thing that happens. Is like The horror, for me, like the rapture isn't scary because... There are far more scary things that can happen to right. me besides the end of all things, <laughs> like right now. <laughs> you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah, that's true. Do you guys think that? Um, I can't think of their names. I bet you guys will know. But the 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 brother team that makes like facing the giants and fireproof Kendrick Brothers. Yeah, Kendrick Brothers. You think they'll ever take yeah. on the horror genre and what that? What, what do you think that would look like? No, dude, they're 
They're pastors. Buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. Well, pastors <laughs> make actors. ten more yards. Ten more yards. <laughs> <laughs> also, he You're lied in the again. End zone. He encouraged lying in that movie. Wait, what are you talking about? Sometimes Facing the Giants. Yeah. Facing the Giants. He's like on his back. He's like, you got ten more yards. He's like five yards down the field. Oh, it's like yeah. ten more yards. Yeah. Liar. For a hundred well, yards, football is eighty percent mental and twenty percent physical. So, true, like, he's true. just trying to get him there. Remember that, kids. Yeah. <laughs> um, every night at uh, every night before he goes to sleep, he rubs his hamstrings with evaporated milk, and that's <laughs> yeah. how he got him to go across the end zone. Perfect. We're quoting the Little Giants. I don't know if you guys, the last time you see the Little Giants, but those are both real lines. I used to love the Little Giants. <laughs> yeah. Crunchy or puffed? Puffed. Wimp. Yeah. <laughs> it's a great movie. But I don't, if they tackled the horror genre, I would pay money to see it in a theater um, mm-hmm. because Absolutely. I would love to see the nonsense that it would be. But I, I remember, Joey, uh, one of the first times talking to you, us making the argument to advocate for like the idea of like filmmakers that are Christians and not just making Christian movies, but someone who is passionate about making a beautiful film. Yeah. Who is making you know, a good story. Yeah. yeah. Um, so like it would be cool to have a horror version of that, you know, yeah. <laughs> but, I agree. Yeah. That'd be yeah. awesome. But what does that look like? You know what I mean? Because yeah. a lot of horror now, at least in the mainstream, you know, is violence and, you know, there's, you know, scream five is coming out, uh, you know, mm-hmm. in January and that is playing big into like the rules of horror movies, you know, the, you know, the don't do the sins, don't have the sec, don't do the drug. Don't say right. I'll be mm-hmm. right back. Yeah. <laughs> the whole gimmick. Right. So, how do you how do you translate that over? You know, I, I think know. it'd be cool to have like a suspense movie. Like just, me, me and Michaela went to go see Old not too long ago. Great movie. Yeah, Edge of my seat the movie? entire. I liked. I enjoyed it. I like M Night Shyamalan. Um, yeah, it was fine. I thought it was cool. Um, you know, we loved a Quiet Place. Um, so I mean, like, I just enjoy that. Like, I'm not huge on like the campy like slasher style horror films, but like those like super suspense suspenseful ones. I feel like if someone could, cr- like, like you know, like we were saying, like, if a Christian just could just craft an awesome, like, suspenseful horror film and still then also just be like, yeah, and I'm a Christian director, mm-hmm. you can make quality stuff. I think stuff. you use possession. I think yeah. you use possession, honestly. Or, I think that's the scariest thing in Christianity. Or what about, what about a Christian version of um, Saw? <laughs> where it's a fundamentalist version of hell, but God's like, okay, you know what? For the next five days, everyone has a chance to escape hell, but you got to get through all these of like this. puzzles. Yeah, these puzzles, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you can make I, it through. You said that, and my mind went to like it saw, but with like sword drills, where people are trying to find the Bible verse. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> See, my head went fully like every puzzle is in the red back hymnal. <laughs> That's the only way that you. The first person they get to the song gets through. <laughs> yeah. Turn your turn your hymnals to page 333. Honestly, if, if they you, wanted you. to just pull on the real Christian experience as a charismatic kid growing up and turn that into horror, all they would have to do is be like, okay, it's up to you to save your entire school or they're <laughs> all going to hell and it's your fault. I mean, right there, that that's the horror movie. And there's the suspense. Yeah, that's that's the horror childhood that I actually mm-hmm. experienced. <laughs> I think you can make a pretty good horror movie with like church camp. Mm. Oh, sure. I think a like church camp as a background setting. Yeah. 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 Mm. Kind of like a uh, like a um, so. Halloween or not Halloween. What's the Jason? The Jason one where they're at a camp. Right. But it's like Friday Christian the 13th. Camp. Friday the 13th is what I'm looking for. 
You know, there was another uh, Christian horror thing that I've seen before. We talked about it briefly. It was this event called the Tribulation Trails, and it was an outdoor uh, play, basically, that you walk through that was supposed to show the Book of Revelation happening, and they would actually have people on horseback to represent, like, the the horsemen of, of the apocalypse, famine and the apocalypse. death and, yeah, all of that riding around. So if we had a movie showing the events of Revelation with, like, the like the scrolls and like yeah, and the locust with lion faces yeah. and, and and all that crazy stuff. That would be that'd be interesting. Be dope. It would be that'd completely be scary. Oh yeah, it'd be terrifying. The it'd only be... way I see that working is like an avant-garde film where there's like no storyline, where it's just the imagery. You know what I mean? <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Yeah. like we're just like eerie yeah. sounds. It's not really like music. It's just noise. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, honestly, Reve- well, Revelation read the way that dispensationalists read it is very scary. Very uh, right. avant garde. Yeah. There, I mean, there is something to say, right, for this this aspect of Christianity and horror where it intersects, where, you know, with you guys growing up in it. And then, like, I just went to a haunted cave two weeks ago, like underground, 500 feet underground, with my father in law, my brother in law. And like the apex of it in this haunted cave, we were down there for about an hour where they bring you to this room and it's like, you're in hell now. And this dude's like Mm -hmm. holding fire and stuff. And he's like, you got to choose a way to get out. And like, there's six tunnels like marked with the names of serial killers you got to go through to try to get out. And it's like, but like where it's like, uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying, where like people, it truly does scare people to their core like this yeah whole <laughs> that's Bible <wild>. thing. <laughs> the, the scariest thing that i think i've ever experienced in church services is manifestations which is not something that i really have the theology to to back it right now or like the, I, I don't, it's not something that i fully understand but i lean more towards yeah. being completely skeptical of it and not really believing in it at all anymore but going through those manifestations you guys know what i'm talking about like where someone in the church service is basically speaking in tongues <laughs> <laughs> no he's uh meaning the other the other team shane yeah the, the, bad, other guys. Team. <laughs> the bad guys yes, the bad guys showing up <laughs> yeah like shane i don't know if you if you haven't been in a lot of charismatic oh, services yes, that th- i've seen that happen before yes oh you you have okay now that was scary to witness um yes. and i i really don't understand it I, I it's very strange but i've seen some some wild stuff with like people convulsing on the ground and screaming and yeah it was church can charismatic church can be pretty scary sometimes yeah they grab that bible and put it on the person's chest and the person starts shaking and but it's like on the back of the head. but like i also yeah. love that it kind of has like a uh like a Mjolnir, like Thor, like Thor's hammer effect, where it's like they can't get up <laughs> yeah, because the Bible's on yeah. them, and like there's like stuck to the floor. You guys think that stuff was a work? You think that's oh, real? Oh, only the pastor that? can lift the Bible. Off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've seen. Yeah, perfect. I, I I know this one pastor who's told me a story before where there was someone who was manifesting a demon take that for if you believe it or not i that's what the story is okay and uh so they're basically having an exorcism for this guy backstage at this event and someone went to pray for them and he put his bible on the guy's forehead like all dramatically holding the bible and putting it on this dude's forehead and apparently according to the pastor this guy who's demon possessed just responds by kicking this pastor in the testicles as hard as he can (laughs) Yes, <laughs> and yes. the guy just falls over 
<laughs> yeah. Holy crap. If Gosh. I was a demon, that's how I'd do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you just go straight for the go. I kind of want to know if people could. Right in the sack. If, if you could go to charismatic church services and fake this just for the opportunity. You could get away with so dude. much Absolutely. Stuff. Yeah. Wait, have you guys not seen Borat? Uh, I was actually going to watch yeah, that soon. That's, I mean, yeah, the first movie where he just walks in to that church service. Oh, yeah, wow. dude. dude, Joe, you have to check out those movies. They are wild. Oh, I'll have to. There's yeah. one where him and the uh, actress playing his daughter go into a Christian uh, woman's like emergency center. Oh, wow. And she ate like a fondant baby. <laughs> and so like the guy's like, oh, there's a baby in my daughter's belly. We need to get it out. <laughs> She's like, he's like, I put it there. He goes, uh, well, we don't do that here. He goes, oh, you need to get this baby out of my daughter's belly. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, dude, it's so good. When he's that. going to that that Pentecostal church though, <laughs> somewhere in the south, yeah, in the first one, and like, yeah, he's he's like, the guy starts speaking in tongues. He's like, let that tongue go, and Borat just like, uh, 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 uh. <laughs> yeah, people are going like, nuts, going nuts. Dude. They love yeah. it. They Shamala Hamala. Yeah. <laughs> so before we wrap up a conversation about Christian horror movies, I want to bring up Christian horror music. And of course, our man of the hour for that is the one and only Carmen, who had a terrifying song called No Monsters or No More Monsters, I think. Um, it's just no monsters. Yeah. Just no monsters. I That video alone was terrifying. But Shane, you're the Carmen expert. So can, can you just kind of take us there? Explain the video to us and... Uh, <laughs> Just, just bring right. us into that world. I'm sorry. I just I will, that Shane's also wearing a Carmen shirt. This is yeah. what I was born for. Did you just notice the shirt? <laughs> yeah, Dude, so when I got on the call, I was like this. Yeah. And then I went, huh? <laughs> you didn't see the shirt? I was too busy with the Carmen album in the background. <laughs> no, okay, Shane, Shane, so. Shane also dressed as Carmen for Halloween. Are you forgetting that? Yeah, when I was six, I dressed as Carmen for Halloween. This was my life for a, almost a decade. Uh, okay. I love it. So No Monster starts off where it's like a 50s horror movie, like slasher film. Mm-hmm. It's black and white. Um, this, this family is in their car, and then they break down. And then a killer comes and uh, tries to attack them and chase them with an axe. Oh my god! Through and uh, and then all of a sudden, Carmen, in his accent, goes, "I was laying. I was watching this movie about this guy. He tried to kill people with an axe." <laughs> and uh, that's so. And that's uh, so basically, he's like, I, "And then I got. I went to bed and I was scared." <laughs> and uh, the. the the demon uh, came into his room because he let the evil spirit in by, through watching a horror movie. Mm-hmm. That's how you let the evil spirits in your house. Ask my mom. She still believes that. <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so <laughs> so uh, he gets out of his bed as a nine-year-old boy in his red pajamas and starts yelling at the demon, don't want no monsters in my house tonight. Mm-hmm. And like, honestly, listen to the song. It rolls. Yeah. Like the production on this song is so good. Yeah. Um, Someone of Carmen's songs are actually bangers and I hate it. (laughs) Riot Riot actually goes. Witch's Invitation is pretty dope. Faith Enough, dude. Faith Enough is good. I used to love love Slam off of the Mission 316 album. 
Yeah, I've probably watched a witch's invitation like four times since you showed it to me. Oh, it's just just to experience it. It's again. terrifying, but yeah. And then in in, in no monsters, um, the, he goes into the second verse where there's an alligator man. This <laughs> what that rises up from the swamp. I think he's wearing a suit. Yeah. He's like got a man's body, but an alligator's head. I think is how it works. So it's like yeah. the Pull villain the from book, Batman, Shane. but like fancy. Let yeah, me, let me just see. There's illustrations. <laughs> in Oh yes, we. That's too perfect. Now, Austin, have you? Oh, what a spooky boy! There he is. Now, Austin, were you ever uh, much into Carmen or anything like that? No, but you've <laughs> since. I don't like Carmen. I don't you... care about Carmen. Shane got me to watch Carmen the Champion. I I enjoy Carmen's movies. Hate his music. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I, I love Carmen as an actor. Yeah, I hate him <laughs> as a musician. He's a real renaissance man, though. He can I do mean, anything. He he's a yeah, police officer. Debatable. He's he's yeah, a country all. western singer. You know, in Riot, I never noticed it until I posted a clip on my TikTok and people pointed it out. But that policeman's uniform that he was wearing in the Riot snug. was insanely yeah. tight. It's sexy, it was dude. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, also in that movie <laughs> though, where he's in the policeman's outfit. I mean, it's pretty snug. So so um, anyway, uh, what's it called? So in No Monsters, that that chorus uh, where he rebukes the demons and they flee, that chorus literally is something that as a kid I had to whip out now and then when I was terrified of whatever hey, was going on. Whatever yeah. gets the you goal. Won't, you won't hear me screaming, you're nothing but a demon? Mm-hmm. It's time for you to go now? Yeah. That, so shit, I, that stuff, <laughs> whoops, that stuff rules. <laughs> Got him. It really worked. It was, it was powerful. It was powerful stuff. What can I say? Deep. I'm the temple of the Holy Ghost, and I am a reflection of the Lord of hosts. Get out in the name of Jesus Christ. I don't want no monsters in my house tonight. See, Austin, you were making a point earlier about how the problem with Christian movies is that instead of Christian filmmakers, we have pastors who just then put their sermons onto a movie, essentially. Well, the same is true for Carmen's music. It's really just pastor's sermons and then... Yeah, that's why I said I didn't like it. I love that. Faith Enough is a good track that is at the end of the champion and maybe i was just wrapped up in the story that that told to <laughs> like really dig on that song um but yeah okay but in champion i always remember there's that moment where his girlfriend is like play boxing with him just like being silly and then she actually yeah. hits him and he's like he like gets knocked out and like hits in- him in a tumor dude that he didn't know oh. he had. Yeah. We watched it like what three weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, punch okay. him in the tumor. Here's the thing: it's because the mom is like hot or whatever, and then there's a <laughs> point at the beginning where he checks out her butt, mm. and then he goes to box later that night, and he meets the police officer. <laughs> and the first thing this guy says is, "Check you out that, that kid's, kid's mom." mom? <laughs> <laughs> That's the first thing he says. Amazing! It's a good movie. Amazing. Yeah, uh, Carmen's real horny in that one. Do you think everything <laughs> is driven by how horny? Real Freudian, like real Freudian themes. Well, like everything points back to sex. Do you think while he's sack, yeah. do you think while he's in the boxing ring and he's like you know kind of hopping around a bit, he's like thinking this head, no monsters in my <laughs> absolutely. Well, yeah. when he was fighting uh, the other guy, he was picturing Satan because we all know Carmen mm-hmm. was. 
to punch Satan right square in his jaw. He did. That, uh, so let's be honest, that. though. That's why Carmen died. Carmen died so he could go beat up on Satan before he went up to heaven. Yeah. Probably. Carmen, of course. Are yeah. we kind of realizing here that hey, Carmen can is... you drop me off at hell first? I got some <laughs> unfinished business to Christ do. Crash knuckle back neck. Yeah, well, he also had that, that song where he got to shoot Satan in the chest with like a... What was it? The the bullets were named the word of his... T- oh, my goodness. There it is. Satan by the dust. <laughs> are you referring to Carmen's Satan by the dust? <laughs> yeah, there it is. <laughs> so clearly... I've that's had what- these since I was six, dude. <laughs> oh, I was born for this conversation. <laughs> Amazing. Well... Um, but yes, he shoots the devil. He boxes the devil. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a uh, sidekick for the devil in Revival in the Land. Oh, what yeah, a plot twist. That's um, true. That's true. He uh, he slams the devil with his rod, mm-hmm. the rod of God, he calls it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I didn't have a lot of um, – I was kind of th- – let's see. When did I start going to church? When I was 14. Um, that was like Bro, 2008, 2009. 2008, 2009, yeah. So we um, – Oh, so me and Austin so like really intersected with like our Christian culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, almost feel the same way after listening to your deconstruction story. I feel a lot. Of, I will destroy this. Uh, <laughs> I can't keep them in the house. Uh, I, <laughs> I feel a lot of the same way about even the, some of the things that I went through. So, like, yeah, skillet. But I did go back and listen to stuff. You know what I mean? So, yeah. like, uh, I listened to audio adrenaline. I went back and listened to some of these things that are fun and Switch things like foot. that. Switchfoot. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I never got in on Carmen. I just, Switchfoot's going to be in like, Knoxville I, in October. Oh, nice. The I also don't like old stuff, and I'm not nostalgic. So, mm. well, Austin, I, I I am curious to know uh, what, and if you don't have a story for this, then that's fine. We'll just cut it out. But what is one of the scariest things that you have witnessed since becoming a Christian at 14? What's something scary? Have you ever like seen a demon? Have you ever felt like a demonic kind of entity? Have you ever seen something scary at there a church was one service? Year at church camp, that there was maybe a manifestation thing like you were talking about, oh, yeah? uh, where this girl was maybe, um, I don't know. You know what I mean? Uh, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then, We had like, our best guys on it. Don't worry. Yeah, I was one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was already preaching for a couple of years. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> and that's for the camera. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that was, like, the craziest thing. I didn't – you know what I mean? Like, I never bought into anything. I was just, like, kind of doing it. You know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, I yeah, would just, that's that's kind of the whole yeah. thing, right? <laughs> yeah. We just were kind of there. Just, just rolling just with doing it. it. Yeah, and I enjoyed you, it. I'm and here you, for the chicks. And now you look back later and you're like, I don't know how to explain that situation. I don't know how I feel about that, but that no. happened. Nor do I want to explain <laughs> that situation. <laughs> well, yeah. nothing scary. I did do a lot of dramas, and since I was the 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 you know the boy mm-hmm. um, in our assembly, there's all boys are preachers. So just know that going in, the <laughs> one we grew up in, we're all called. Yeah, we're mm-hmm. all called to preach. Um, so I was like the main guy in all the dramas, the one who would get beat up by the demons, and then oh, yeah. Jesus would come and beat up Divas. I and was then Jesus. Me. Yeah, nice. Shane was Jesus for one of our dramas. Nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. Did you ever do that uh, that drama? I'm glad you brought this up because Christian horror media also has to include these Christian horror dramas. Uh, one that my yeah. church did, it was just my pastor and like one other guy where my pastor's preaching, the youth pastor, and he's giving this whole sermon. And he's like, if you don't tell your friends about the gospel and they die, that's on you. You didn't tell them. And then right mm. then, this guy, like the lights flicker and the doors swing open. And this guy comes in who's like 
got all this makeup to look like he's burning oh. and his clothes are tattered and he's like in hell and he's like uh, you you were my friend why didn't you tell me about Jesus and, yeah. and the pastor's like I'm sorry I'm sorry and then like demons come and drag him away and uh, so that that's the Christian horror that I experienced yeah. was very so guilt- something rid- extremely guilt- similar happened to me we were copying Elevation Sermon Series cow tipping <laughs> uh, and but ours was called How to Kiss a Cow and I dressed up as a cow and asked people to I kiss see. me so kind of wow. kind of the, <laughs> the same, same thing, thing. Wow. Um, that you're kind of talking about yeah, right here. yeah but- <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. I, I think- uh, lip synced uh, Elvis's <laughs> "Love Me Tender" to the crowd. So nice. that's hot. Nice. Kind of the same thing. Very, very <laughs> similar. I remember <laughs> one time uh, at church camp, the um, there was a church and they did a drama where they did uh, a drama to turn around. Like, turn around. <laughs> yeah, the body right class. That's called Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah, yeah, Total Eclipse of the Heart. Yeah. Um, but. It was demons floating around people that were getting into bad situations. Oh. No, I'm not going to shoot myself. I'm not going to do these pills. And I need you now. No, That's how you do it. You just the add Lord. Lord at the end. Yeah. <laughs> Lord. That's how you do it. Well, yeah. I mean, nah. all you have to do is add Jesus and like replace baby yeah. with Jesus, and you can turn any song into a Christian song. And now we've come full but circle I, to apologetics. And now, <laughs> absolutely. But guys, we're gonna have to. Call and now it there. we can write a Toby Mac album. <laughs> yes, <laughs> perfect. Let's do that next time we have you on. Next time we got, have you guys on, we're gonna write our own Toby Mac album. Uh, Start to finish. Yes, uh, guys, it's been a lot of fun to have you on. Thank you, and uh, Austin. Definitely, I recommend checking out Hangman's Curse and let us know what you think and yeah, uh, i'm gonna get on it and i have that gary Busey movie to, on my list now that i gotta check out tribulation yes so boys it was a pleasure having you on um looking forward Thank to you. the next time we have you on where can our lovely listeners find you well you can follow me on all forms of social media at shane as rad you can follow colonel austin jones at colonel austin jones on all forms of social media we have a podcast it's called the nice boys podcast you can find it anywhere you get your podcasts and you can follow us at nice boys podcast on instagram facebook all that we don't have twitter because it's 2021 who, who does needs twitter, you know who does Perfect. but uh yeah you can follow us there and uh we do a lot of cussing on our show, so just like yeah. be aware, it's a real cussy, <laughs> duty butt podcast. We shout out Dog Cops real quick. Um, uh, they do our theme song. Uh, they're called Dog Cops. The our, the song is outrageous off the EP Zang, and they are wonderful. It's actually people. pretty much a banger too. Awesome. I love yeah. y'all's intro. Awesome, That's so good. Yeah, yeah, you guys are super funny, and of course we appreciate having you on. So um, we appreciate you guys coming on our shows, and uh, we'll see you next time. Go check them out. <laughs>